Hello, nerds, everyone around the world. Welcome to the Nerd Nation podcast, episode 9. Thank you so much for the support so far into this venture. Really, really do appreciate it. Um, today is a very special podcast episode um, because the young lady that I'm speaking to today is truly, I, I, I believe, truly one of the most inspirational people that I've ever met in on Twitch or anything I've seen so far, and that's the truth. Um, she does so much for her, for uh, mental health and, you know, all that, all that incredible stuff that happens and you know her channel is based on that and you might know her twitch channel as mental health and makeup but we're going to speak to a lady who is named loot loot thank you for being here all the way from the americas thank, thank you, you very so much. much how are you doing thank you for inviting me i'm doing really good i'm really <laughs> excited no problem i, I when i I say this a lot. I, I always say, like, polite, and I always say I'm privileged for people to come on. I'm more privileged to have you on, especially this early in the podcast, because <laughs> your 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 channel is so inspiring, and it, it's amazing what you do for, like, mental health, and, you know, it, it's incredible. I'm privileged to have you here. Really, really privileged. Thank you for coming on. Oh my goodness, we're just getting started. We are just getting started. <laughs> you got me blushing off. <laughs> so we when we come on when we do the, when we do this podcast, the idea is to just for the the you know, for the streamer fans out there, uh know who you are in front of the camera, um, you know, what you do on your streams. They don't know the person they don't know a lot about the person behind the camera. So that's what this podcast is all about. So, um, basically, where did where did Lute's life begin? Uh, where 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 did you come from exactly? Um, before streaming, I um, am actually a stay-at-home homeschool mom. Um, I have found over the years that as I'm trying to teach my tiny humans how to be humans that there are a few times i've been like oh wait i don't even do that <laughs> oh maybe i should start applying this to my life if i'm gonna try and tell them that they should yeah and so that's i mean for a little over a decade i have been a mom yeah and that's where where pretty much most of my energy outside of the stream and and everything twitch related it goes to the kiddos Awesome, awesome. Um, if you don't mind me saying so, um, you're a mom of seven children, is it? Seven, yes. Incredible. Seven. Between wow. the ages of two and twelve. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Amazing. Um, if you look in if you're watching the uh visual um version of the podcast on YouTube, um, if you don't mind me saying so, uh you look incredible for a lady who's had seven kids. It's amazing. <laughs> so appreciate so that's you. really really <laughs> honestly it's incredible it's it, 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 honestly it's uh no joke no joke that's serious um so with, with going further back 
seven kids incredible um let's talk about the younger uh like the school like how you grew up like like Lutz origins Lutz origins <laughs> yes i couldn't think of a word Lutz origins is a better word than how did you grow up um i i went to high school in a small town um i took a little bit of classes in college i did not graduate college okay uh, i actually went to school to be a high school math teacher because I love math. Okay. Love it. And I believe, and believed at the time as well, that the approach that we take to math isn't one that can reach everybody. Okay. Uh, I think that they've made a lot of strides in the last 10 years for how teaching math has gone. <laughs> to the chagrin of many parents because they've altered it from when we were kids. Yeah. But the the concept now, the way they do it now, is to give kids a better understanding of the why, not just remember it because you need to remember it. Yeah. And so I was going to school to be a teacher to to I was uh, I had three little ones at the time when I was going through school. Oh really? And wow. my oldest had just gone through kindergarten. Okay. And I just had loved the idea of doing homeschool. And I realized that the kids that I want to teach the most were already in my life life. and in my vicinity. And so I I changed my course and I stayed home and started homeschooling. And I always told uh, my husband at the time, I always told him that uh, if we had a third, we were having a fourth. I just wanted an even number, right? So we got pregnant with our fourth little one, and that was going to be it, and we were done. And when I was about six months pregnant, I gained a niece and nephew. Okay. And so I ended up with six under six, and it was an incredibly intense learning experience. <laughs> I was six, um, six, six, six teaching six uh, children of your I bet. So, uh, we were done. Three boys, three girls, good to go. And now I have a seventh because she was like, you know nothing. And so now <laughs> she runs the house. It's so bad. Wow. I feel like, I feel like I did so good yeah. with like teaching respect and boundaries to the oldest six. But her whole mentality is she's nine no's away from a yes. So if I say no, dad says no. (laughs) And all the older kids say no, it is exponentially more likely that she will get a yes from her sisters that are right above her in age. (laughs) Yeah. She's going to do great in sales. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, So you you didn't... Obviously what you said, you wanted to go teach maths in school obviously to go to college and university for the qualifications you didn't do that so it was have you always have you have you then just been a stay-at-home all the way through um for the most part yeah and when when kind of looking back the last 10 years i was having this conversation with my older brother recently you could see 
the like warning signs for bipolar disorder, which is one of my one of the things I'm diagnosed with. Okay. But at the time, it didn't look manic to me. It didn't look like, oh, this is not healthy goal setting. This is unhealthy, just manic behavior. For example, I had a, I'm going to do 30 meetings in 30 days challenge that I set myself, like I set for myself. Okay. And I did it in 10 days. Which... At the wow. time, was like, wow, look at how awesome this is. But then looking back, I'm like, oh, my goodness, that was not healthy. That was not steps towards a goal. That was just, like, energy that was being misplaced. And so looking back, I can see where I would start a job and I'd be all about it. And then a few months later, I would no longer be working there. And it's because I could I I couldn't I, that would, I would hit the depressive episode after the manic. Okay. And so for the most part, I have been a stay-at-home parent for the last what is it twelve years now? So. Oh wow, wow, and obviously, obviously well, I, is it, this is going to be a bit of a silly question, but you obviously enjoy it. you obviously enjoy it. Yes, I do. You, you can tell <laughs> by do. the smile on your face because it. You know, you said you wanted to teach children like maths what do we a teacher basically and but you get you you some sort of you are a teacher in your own household uh during like this pandemic era where a lot of kids are being homeschooled at the moment so you, you so it, i know the pandemic has been like a really bad thing but it's also been for yourself it's been a bit of a blessing in disguise going i've got these kids to teach at home to help oh. them with their schools and stuff Honestly, I joke with my friends who are now having to homeschool and I'm like, I was doing it before it was cool because <laughs> I would get a lot of grief. Like, why do you think you're qualified for this? I'm like, because I can read a book. Like, there's, <laughs> if it's a subject I don't know much about, they have books. <laughs> like, I don't, it always confused me that it was such like a big deal yeah. um, to want to homeschool. And even if some of the kids went to public school which we've tried it did not work for our family my son who is almost 10 is on the spectrum and i absolutely love getting to see the world from his point of view okay one of my favorite memories is he was probably about six or seven and he was reading a book in his room on his bed and it was a book i loved and i was like but I love that book. Where are you at? And he looks me dead in the eye and goes, I'm on my bed. <laughs> I was like, that's fair. That's the question I asked. <laughs> but he's helped me to learn. Yeah. I just knocked my light. Hold on, sorry. It's okay. Okay. Uh, he's helped me to learn how to ask the questions that I want the answers to. Oh, nice. I, I the next question I was going to ask, what book was it? But I don't think that was. I don't think it's the uh, the relevant of the story. What's the book? I mean, I'm looking at the book. <laughs> I'm sitting there I on my mean, bed. I I want to <laughs> say it was the, like the first Harry Potter book. Oh, that's a good book to read. Right, right. That's, that's a good and book he, to read. He's always loved. He has a photographic memory or eidetic memory, and so he's always loved words, and he can spell. 
like three grade levels above where he's at because he loves it. <laughs> so is your eldest a bit of a nerd? Is he? Well, my oldest son, yes. The the kicker is that my oldest, uh, his sister, who's older than he is, um, she loves math and hates reading and spelling because she's dyslexic. Oh, really? Yeah. So these are things that like would have been bigger challenges, I think, in their lives. Okay. We had tried to put them through a public school system. Right. So it it becomes more and more clear to me as the kids grow and as they learn that this is what's right for our family. Oh, that's cool. Uh, when did you? Uh, when did your eldest daughter uh, discover she, she had dyslexia? Because I I'm I'm thirty one and I didn't get told I had dyslexia till I was about twenty four. Um, I knew there was something wrong, like like um like a, I had trouble in school, like learning and stuff like that um there was something that but it wasn't di- it wasn't diagnosed at all so how uh, how early did did um did your daughter get uh, we did. Out? she went to public school in kindergarten i had surprise emergency surgery right as she was getting into the age for fourth grade and so i put her and my uh, oldest son through the public school system again. So she was in fourth, uh, third grade, sorry, not fourth grade, third grade. And she skipped vowels constantly. And she really hated trying to study for her spelling tests. And up until that point, when she was home, it was fighting constantly to get her to read the directions for her homework, where she'd then get really frustrated because her younger brother taught himself to read at age three like i yeah i had no control over (laughs) how quickly he learned um and he he taught himself while watching her do worksheets so he learned upside down and backwards how to spell wow and so i had i had that and i was trying to teach her that like because we're proud of him for that doesn't mean she should be upset because everybody learns differently she should but you know, be proud of her brother for what he's been accomplishing. But it was still like very difficult. So it was about mid fourth grade or mid third grade that we were like, we really think that this is not just the normal stumbling over words. Yeah. And because of the lessons I learned with her, my boys who are coming up now into the reading ages, uh, I don't, I don't put a bunch of pressure on them for it because she hates reading. Yep. She, I finally got her into graphic novel kind of books. Okay. Yeah. And she's all about it. All about it. Cause the words aren't so close together. Hmm. And it's not much. Or words. You have those line it's, by line. it's not much. It's, it's not much. Um, wording. There's like a few, few sentences and it's just mostly pictures. So hold on just, I'm so sorry. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Close my door. Turn the alarm off and keep the phone. Close the door, please. (laughs) That's fine. This is pre-recorded. This is pre-recorded before (laughs) everybody says. Um, Visual visual version, this is what happens. It's one of the things. Don't worry about it. Um, But yeah, go back to the graphic novels. It's it's just mostly pictures, so there'll be like a couple of writings here and there. Um, I, I could get into like 
novels but i i my reading is terrible because with my dyslexia um the words like jumble together after a while and i feel like i'm reading the same sentences over and over again one of the things that we've actually found that helps um at our local teaching store they have bookmarks that have just like the middle of them are transparent that's big enough for a line in a book yeah and they're different colors so yeah. like orange or blue or green and she has found a few colors that really work for her yeah well funny enough we've got the same thing over here in the uk um but instead of just like strips of color it's like full color um i i my color is orange so when i put or an orange film filter over redid it breaks break up the words um easy see even my speech sometimes is like blah 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 it's oh like... yeah, that's me all the, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it breaks up the words. But to me, no, I I don't bother reading um books or anything. I I'm just solely like audiobook person now myself. Because it, I if somebody's that's totally valid. I didn't. Sorry. So sorry. I was gonna say because like if somebody tells the tells a story to me, I could get a more of a better of a picture in my head, and I can understand the words. But every, everybody's different, you know, learning about dyslexia, everybody's different in their own little way. Yes. So, that's, oh, that's, impre- we, that's, that's cool. We've noticed, we've noticed that she struggles still with her numbers some, but my philosophy, because I, because I teach at home and I can do this, I'll be like, okay, that's not the right answer, but tell me what the, tell me why you did what you did. If she can tell me how it works, okay good let's keep keep moving yeah and that's another thing for her and her schooling uh the year she did go to school every time she had a test because of her dyslexia it made her anxious because she couldn't read it fast enough so then she would work herself into a fever of like a hundred point zero because she gets so stressed out well then they would call me and i have to come get her because she has a fever yeah and she can't come back to school the next day because she needs to be fever-free for 24 hours. Yeah. And so she was missing all of this school because it was stressing her out so bad. Yeah. And so it just – now we go, okay, tests are not there to trick you. Tests are just a way for us to see, do we understand it? Can we move forward? Yeah. If we can't, we'll just review it. It's not – I feel like we put so much pressure on tests at such a young age for kids. Yeah. When the test isn't meant to to like you know no, trick te- the kids, it's te- just tests the tests and like I I I was exactly the same as a kid. Like whenever a test came up, I get anxious, and I get anxious as hell, and I'm like, why am I getting anxious about the tests? And then after they're done, I look back at it, and I'm like, well, this test went so bad, but then, you know. I don't know what tests. I I I don't. I, I can't tell what the difference is testing wise between you guys in the U.S. and us over here, because uh, the grade systems are all different and the way the schools are, they're all different. Um, but yeah, tests are like horribly nerve wracking, especially at like a young age. I was I was so easily distracted as a kid, hmm. and so I would go in to take a math test, and I'm really good at math. And I would barely pass it because 
I'd start reading the problem and be like, the red van, da 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 da. But it doesn't matter because I'm stuck at red van because we had a red van when I was a kid and I loved when we go on road trips. And now all of a sudden I'm reliving, you know, this one thing I did when I was seven. And then the time is up. And I'm like, well, guess I didn't get that, <laughs> that test done, right? Because I, I was off in la la land the whole yeah. time. Yeah. And so I, I had to learn how to like put the energy in. I, because I didn't take, I, I, Use medication now to help me cope with my mental health. When I was younger, though, I learned that if I paid attention and focused as hard as I could and got it done in the first 10 minutes, I could get a good grade. Yeah. It was very difficult to do, though, because <laughs> I I really would. It would be that quick. I could read something, and I'm like, oh, now I'm thinking about this other thing. And I wouldn't notice it until the bell rang. And then I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, perception perception when you get older, uh, when you look back at school tests and other things like that, yes. you're like, done that easily. But now it's like, oh, well, <laughs> that's then. This is now anyway. Brilliant. Um, all right, guys. That was an interesting first half. Very interesting first half. Brilliant. I loved it. Um, we will take a break right now. And then part two, we will talk about Lutz. Uh, streaming history and and oh actually no her gaming history and how she got into streaming in the first place so a little bit different part two than uh normal so we'll see you in about a couple of seconds so see you in a bit strangers in our dark room laughing jokes they didn't quite welcome back to part two here with loot a very very interesting first part um i wish we had more time to talk about your past i really do um because it's just incredible um part so this part is where we dive into your gaming and streaming history so we'll start off with the gaming aspect first uh because you, you as far as i've as long as i've known you i haven't seen you play any games um it's just mostly been um makeup and uh I wouldn't call it, what do you call it? Yeah, I call it body painting, face painting. I say face painting more than body painting, I think. Um, yeah, depend it's face painting. Yeah, yeah face painting. Um, so let's dive into the gaming aspect. What was your first game you played and what console did you play first? Um, oh, PlayStation 1. No. <laughs> That's first game. First games owned. We played on my uncle's Super Nintendo. I want to say. Okay. Like, all right. Way first. back when they, I think all they had was like Sonic on there. Oh, it could have been Sega, Sega Mega. Uh, yeah, Sega maybe that's Mega it. Drive, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. And then I would play uh, like Donkey Kong, where you could play like as Diddy or the the girl. I would play those, and that I I don't remember which games they are. I just know that Super like, Mario Super or, Mario World. I don't think so. I don't think so because it was just it was a Donkey Kong game. Oh, just Donkey. Yeah. Oh, there you are. So you could have been on the NES Nintendo Entertainment System. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Sounds about right. Cool. So for, I first, remember the the first, first ones we owned. I was gonna say first Sega, Mega, first Sega, Sega Mega Drive, first uh, NES at the moment. So that's good. That is. Yeah, 
that's good because everyone's either been something else or like playstation 2 or anything like that. I, I, and another on on like pcs the old generation pc uh pcs um never first time for uh sega mega drive and uh suit and uh, the classic nintendo so you're already re- you're already like 10 points no ner- 10 nerd points above everybody else so it comes with all the experience of life that i have <laughs> <laughs> um so i i remember the first one we owned though was crash bandicoot on the playstation classic and we would every person who experienced crash bandicoot in the 90s understands anxiety (laughs) yeah pick pick a level there's so there's so much i just recently introduced it to my older brother um and it was so funny because my younger brother mastered it all when he was real small and my older brother had never experienced like re- the original crash so he bought it and he's like what fresh hell is this like <laughs> it was so bad <laughs> it was so bad and so uh that's kind of where where my gaming started is uh n64 with the first mario party and with pokemon snap nice and then playstation with crash bandicoot and spyro and uh my younger brother really took more to playing the video games than i did okay and once once i became a mom like i i occasionally played skyrim or i would play diablo 3 but i i didn't play games very much um into my adulthood okay and so because my younger brother and I played Kingdom Hearts as kids, um, it's actually kind of what sparked streaming. Okay. Um, he, him and I did not live in the same state for about 10 years or so. Um, and my family moved out of state uh, after I had moved out of the house. And so... He came to stay with uh, with us for a while, get on his feet, kind of like see his uh, his nieces and nephews because he was yep. so far away. He didn't get a chance to do that. And him and I have always like every conversation we have, we end up in tears because we're laughing so hard. And it's just because we feed off of each other and we always have. We're not allowed to be on the same teams when we do family night or game night because... We just like read each other's minds because we think so similarly. Yeah. And the rest of the family got tired of getting uh stomped. So <laughs> so him and I were talking back and forth, back and forth, and he's like we we were talking about doing a podcast, which I only kind of understood what that was. And then he's like, Well, why don't we stream? And I was like, I don't know what that means. And so I was twenty nine when I was introduced to Twitch. <laughs> okay. I I didn't I didn't watch any streamers. I had done marketing. And so I kind of understood like finding an audience and building up, you know, here and there from from what I had gleaned over the years. And so I was like, okay, I have a funny name that's accurate, but I think relatable. What do you think? So we were going to play Kingdom Hearts 1 and we were going to play the Kingdom Hearts series up until Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. 
And so our original channel name was my sister sucks at video games <laughs> because suck at video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just hadn't played in forever. So we would, we would have a blast playing and goofing off. And it had been years since I had played any video games and even longer since I had hung out with my little brother. And so we just had a really good time. And, uh, we, we streamed for about, I want to say three or maybe less, like two to three months. And we really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and throughout that, I didn't notice at first the community that I was finding in streaming. Hmm. And we went through something very difficult at the beginning of 2019. And my streaming family showed up in a really big way. And I didn't realize how much it was it meant to me to have that community and, and the community you can find in streaming. And so him and I stopped streaming together. And in this time in, in 2019, um, I actually ended up, uh, after my 30th birthday, I ended up getting help for my mental health. And I spent two weeks in uh, a facility for mental health. And I'm not ashamed of that. I know a lot of people really struggle, especially as they're going in, um, or when they come out, they don't want that to be a part of their story. Yeah. But for me, it was so important that I got the help because, um, at the time I was extremely suicidal and I was afraid if I didn't get help, I would not make it through the rest of the year. And so with everything that kind of took place when I got home with my new diagnosis and with, um, kind of everything that I had been through and my diagnosis was bipolar disorder, depression, and anxiety. When you take medications for those, they do not work overnight. It takes weeks for your body to acclimate and to be able to function or know how to function with, with heavy medications. And so I kind of found myself back in talking to people from my streaming community and hanging out. And it was still my sister sucks at video games, but it was basically a couple of my mods would come in. Yeah. And that's all I really needed. That was like the only adult interaction that I had because I was home with the kiddos and I was struggling with depression and I was struggling with mania and I was struggling with guilt. And it was like, there was a whole lot. I had grief going on and, uh, I started playing, I found out, sorry, when I was, when I was getting help, I found that music was a big deal for me. I'm not good at singing, but I like to sing. Like I feel good when I sing. So I was playing Twitch Sings <laughs> and my little brother got a kick out of it. Cause he's like, well, you can still keep the channel name. My sister sucks at video. I'm like, why, why? <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> it's still applied, <laughs> but, uh, besides music, poetry was a way that I was expressing myself 
while I was in the facility. And it helped me identify the feelings I was experiencing. And so when I came home, I would get on Twitch Sings and there's somebody in my channel. I call him the God Mod. So if you ever come into my channel and Nick's in there, you will hear this. He is the God Mod. He's been there since the beginning of yeah. My Sister Sucks at Video Games. And I was like, hey, October's coming up. So I got help in July. It was about 12 weeks later. And I said, October's coming up. I really have always wanted to do costumes. I'm going to do a new look every day. And he was like, no, <laughs> which I needed <laughs> because, because that, that right there, that's not healthy goal setting. And so he's like, you need to dial it down. But if you want to do costumes, that seems like a cool idea. And so I did dial it back. I did like maybe three a week mm -hmm. through October. And at the time, I was talking with another streamer that I really looked up to, uh, Timmy the Tooth, who does mental health uh, streams as well. Okay. And he was talking about doing Mental Health Mondays. And I was like, I love that. I want to do Mental Health Mondays. And so I did uh, a scarecrow look for one of the days in October. Right. And... I, I paired it with something or with the topic of false fears. And it's the idea that a scarecrow is put in a cornfield to keep the crows away. And the crows see that as a danger. But really the scarecrow poses no threat to the crow. And so it was the idea of like, what obstacles have we decided are holding us back? And what false fears we need to reanalyze to see if they're really, really dangerous or not. And so after that stream, I was like, this is my corner of Twitch. This matters to me. This means something to me. I'm having fun with the face paint. Let's just do this until I'm done. And now we're in 2021. <laughs> so that was the end of 2019. <laughs> wow. So for about a year and two months, you've literally just done what what you're currently doing now is literally themed um, costumes, themed fi uh, face painting um, for, for 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 basically three days a week. Yes, <laughs> incredible. So, in all in all, how many how many cost how many costumes how many Different styles of face paintings have you done in total, would you say? I don't know. I know that when I was putting together uh, the looks that I wanted to utilize for for the book, um, I want to say in the first year, there were like 80 in total. Wow. wow. Um, but... <laughs> I'm really indecisive and it's painfully obvious when you're in the stream. And so for me to be able to pare it down to just 20 looks to put in the book was like in and of itself a miracle. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I, I honestly, I need to go back and, and count because I'm curious and I'm a number nerd, but there've been a few 
that I've repeated. Um, and not necessarily the exact same styling, but the same uh, look overall, like theme-wise. Like you can see, I did a tiger in the first month or two of the stream, and then I just did a, another tiger, but a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, here recently, and so to me, it's always I was always so nervous to repeat a look because if you repeat one one's gonna be better than the other yeah, though. which means one is less good yeah. <laughs> and so my anxiety was like do you really want to have one that doesn't look as good as the other but isn't that <laughs> but, found... isn't, but isn't that just in, like say you know you've just done one and then you do the same one a few months later do, do you feel like that is just a, re, a like a an improvement of what you've done before because one fit from one to the other it's not always a bad thing is it or is it or is it just how you feel about it well honestly it kind of falls into that category of that first mental health monday i did it's something that i've created as an obstacle but it's not it's not one that should hold me back and and as i've been do redoing looks you know nine to nine months to a year later I'm like, oh, here's what I really liked in the first one. Here's what I really liked in the new one. And is there a technique that I'd like to learn, you know, to continue this? And so it's, I've surprised myself in how much, like, I enjoyed getting to do a look over again. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can't remember when the first time, like, I remember seeing you for the first time i can't remember what face painting you were doing and oh yeah that's the one um I think the one that i saw of you doing was the pink power ranger the original pink power ranger <laughs> i think that was the first one that i popped into your stream and i was and i was like um i'd rather follow i have to follow you because it's like <laughs> this person is just incredible incredible i was like this because uh, uh, i could not only what not only because it was the pink power ranger but it was like okay i've never seen somebody do a face of an actual power ranger helmet like the og power ranger helmet. <laughs> so i was like right i'm gonna sit Kimberly. here yeah I, i'm gonna sit here and watch this and go let's see how well this goes because like this is this is either gonna go really well or it's not gonna go really well but at least you've put the effort in. So if it doesn't turn out as well as you think, at least you've put the effort in. Like, too hot, screw it. I've done my best for this. This looks awesome. I, 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 honest, I was like, <laughs> I was like, yes, behind the well, corner. I, I want to say that around that time, I was just like all about '90s nostalgia, and I did uh, Captain Planet, and I did that Rainbow Tiger artist. Lisa Frank. All right. Was like, I don't know about you guys, but it was a whole big deal here. All right. Okay. And so I, I did like a little tiger with like the rainbow and the, it was, it was like the whole, you didn't know, it, time around did, that was just didn't a whole you bunch do, of 90s. <laughs> didn't, didn't you, didn't you do one a few weeks back, which was like the lion from The Wizard of Oz? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I was really. Yeah. I really liked how that turned out. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, there, there's... Because uh, there was, like, I've seen a couple of them, and I still, to me, because it was the first one, the Pink Power Ranger one is my favourite. Um, 
so so far uh i i find the captain planet one i didn't know you did that one so i was like oh, i'll have a look for that <laughs> did on earth day <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'll definitely have a look for that then um is there any like any fa- any face paintings like any um character you would you have you think you can pull off in the future i i always okay so a lot of my looks and i want to make sure that you know it's pretty clear i i get a lot of inspiration from face painters all over Um, i will go on google i will type in and look in the images and find a look that i like and i will do my best to mimic it um and that's a lot of the time there's only one i think that i had to like kind of figure it all out on my own because i did the emotions from inside out and nobody had all five a joy fear sadness disgust and anger no one had all five at the same time on their face and so i had to like map that out but i i really liked how that came out um but otherwise there i have got so many i want to do like disney villains and i want to do like maleficent and uh ursula and and then my like my dream cosplay which won't require a lot of face paint but my dream cosplay is codex from the guild okay yeah nice so i i have done one full costume which was ruby and i loved it (laughs) (laughs) but besides that i'm still i'm still branching into the cosplay realm and to that end i've got my coat tree is actually a wig tree (laughs) and i've got all sorts of different kinds of contacts that i've been able to uh introduce and then uh my fangs and my elf ears and they're all like new elements i'm really enjoying getting to play with to to bring another level to the looks you should do a grogu look you should do a baby yoda look (laughs) i have done a baby yoda look oh have you yes so i i (laughs) record i recorded and i had yoda on my head right here and yeah. I would go, baby Yoda, old Yoda. And it would change the face. <laughs> oh, no. Is that on your Instagram? I think so. I'll find it and make sure I get to the oh, I, I, <laughs> so... I'm intrigued yeah. by that now, guys. I'm intrigued by that. <laughs> that is, like, definitely on my watch list now to, <laughs> to find out. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, thank you for that. That was very, very again very interesting very literally I, I i didn't say a word i was like this is great <laughs> i love listening this is great thank you for that for sharing all that that was really most of it you didn't have to share the, like the intimate the intimate parts but for your honesty i commend you bless you thank you for that um right guys have a final break now and then we're going to dive into um to loot's work behind mental health and her new book that she has released so we will talk about that as well so be right back guys enjoy the break frosted window panes and cheap champagne a 
Welcome you. back to the final part of what has been an amazing podcast. Really, re- I, re- I, is genuinely an amazing podcast. This is amazing, very, very interesting and inspiring. Um, but now is the more inspiring part um and something personal to yourself as we talk about it um in you know in the last couple years um why in the last couple years i think it could have been a lot more but only in the last couple of years say about four 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 years so um mental health has been um somewhat of a forefront now in media uh, news um public life um because it addressed it needs to be addressed um personally for me um 2020 for 2020 2020 was difficult for everybody um there's no equal you know everyone is equal in 2020 everybody was facing the same thing you know global pandemic whatnot um I was discovering that I had some mental health um, issues myself, um, going back to my childhood, things that I experienced and wish never to experience as a small child uh, growing up, Um, and that was difficult for me, Um, but for yourself, um, you know, you're talking about your uh, bipolar, um, you went into... uh, um, is it, uh, what's the what's the correct word? Me, uh, mental health institute facility. facility. Yeah, um, institute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then going there for two weeks. Um, and everything in between as well. Um, which is very inc- inspiring and incredible. Brave, you've talked about it. it's incredible, and you embrace it really well. Um. So how does how how does that and and you see you get med heavily medicated as well for it. So how does it affect day to day? Does it get you know does it trigger or is it like I'll I'll be good for like a couple of days and then you'll just have one bad turn and then after that one bad turn you're like after like a day or so and then back to not what what is it really before. I got help. I, the biggest thing I struggled with was something that I struggled with that I thought nobody else did. Mm. So I struggled with passive suicidal ideation. I didn't know that that's what it was. But for me, waking up in the morning was the hardest part of my day. Okay. Because I would go through my to-do list and I would tell myself how badly I was going to do throughout the day to the point where I didn't want to get up because I've already done the fail spiral. And so I would, I would wake up and I'd be like, I just don't want to survive the day, but I don't want it to be my fault. I don't want to have to be guilty that I didn't make it. And a lot of people struggle with it. And I learned that as I was getting help for myself. And the, the biggest differences between me now and me before help is that now I can go, I'm feeling a little manic. I think I need a break or 
I'm, I'm having a weird mood. I just need time to myself. Because typically if I have manic energy, I like to step outside. Okay. Which used to be because I was having a cigarette, but seven months nicotine free. <laughs> and congratulations. Then for, thank you. <laughs> then for my, like when I'm, when I'm in a depressive mode, I will give myself a, a night to watch just lately. My jam has been a hunter X hunter when I'm in a mood. <laughs> right. And so I'll just give myself some time by myself to feel it because it's okay to feel it. Your mental health journey is not a way for you to not feel things. Hmm. It's a way for you to understand what you're feeling. And one of my favorite things to say on stream is that I believe everybody struggles with mental health. I think that some just struggle better <laughs> because we all have our own experiences that feed into how we process. And so I think that it's becoming more and more like, oh, there's, there's a lot more awareness to mental health as the conversation becomes more and more at the forefront and people are learning, oh my God, I'm not the only one. I, I am not by myself in this, even though I can't take the steps for you in your journey. Everybody has to do that themselves. Nobody has to walk by themselves. And I think that the, the community that's coming up out of the fear and the shame and the hiding is such a beautiful thing right now because you're not alone and we're learning that I think. I have no words to say. That's I, I just I I just wanted to listen. I think everybody watching this is just like I just want to listen to more. Really want to listen to more. Um, the audience you get um, doing your streams for like you know obviously I I, I forgot to ask how the na name change came about, but I'll ask that in a minute. Um, demographic wise. Um, is there is there like a 50 50 balance between male female or is it like um more more of a female demographic than a, like more of a male demographic or how does how does your demographic work on your streams um i want to say it's pretty even ah, that's good. it's pretty even okay. um yeah I, and i i feel very blessed because people besides the fact that they come back which means the world they're they're feeling you know a few streams in safe enough uh to share their stories and to me that's like that's the whole point that's the whole reason to do it because that one person doesn't feel by themselves anymore <laughs> and so to me like that's i think it's a pretty even demographic but when somebody shares their struggle and their and, and then when people who have come in and started out you know as wallflowers and you know sharing a little bit of their story now they're just like hey we want to be there for you to the people who come in and so it's just it's so amazing to get to watch it evolve yeah so do, uh, do do they when 
uh, the ladies and gentlemen join your chat? Uh, do they talk about your their struggles in chat themselves, or do they um, DM you on social media? How do they? How how does it, that work? Depends on the person. Um, okay. For the most part, they'll talk about it in chat, which I love because it just kind of makes it makes the conversation you know, more normalized than we've had in the past. And, but I do, I have a lot of people in my community who are ready and willing to talk via DM, um, whether or not I'm available because I, I have seven kids. Like I love my stream and I love my community, but there are times that I have to make dinner. Like I can't, Yeah. (laughs) they will revolt and they will take over the house. So I like need to feed them. (laughs) Yeah. So, so, uh, so like the mother and the mother the the real life aspect of motherhood has to take over first before any stream so yes. you you i think I, i'm pretty sure you normally stream after the kids go to bed i'm guessing right no i actually i stream um in the late morning ah up. right okay so it's 11 a.m when i stream ah uh, okay so you do the morning the late morning streams afternoon early afternoon streams yeah, it's about uh, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. is normally because, A, honestly, it's just how the, the sitter worked out the best. So it works out for us. And then as soon as I'm done with the stream, we do a late lunch. And then we go either into homework or nap time, depending on the age. So. Oh, that's, that's cool. That, again, everybody's different with their streams. You know, I, I, I again, how you balance uh seven you know when it comes to like your mental uh, mental health seven kids your streams what makeup you want to put on like face paid makeup you want to put on and i'm just like you know i'm like i have no kids nothing and i'm like wow so i was like sometimes i'm like oh i've had a really hard day at work i just don't want to do anything and then i look at you i've got nothing to moan about my life is fine you know god my life, I, is, my, I, li- my I life, is, my life is my my life isn't as busy or hectic as yours, so I cannot complain whatsoever. Um, so when it came to the name change, what did you make? So when it came to the name change, obviously, mental health and makeup is the name of the channel, but you do that 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 it's pretty much talking point and action point. I get from the name. Did you did you make a new channel or is it the same channel you had with your brother you just changed the name i just changed the name because the community i had coming in knew what was going on and um they were liking kind of the fun and the different aspect of the face painting and they knew that mental health meant a lot to me and so i i had a lot of support which at that time like any sort of less than positive like feedback probably would have been soul crushing yeah because i just couldn't i couldn't take it at that point in time and so i'm learning how to how to do it how to take constructive criticism i'm still not great at it (laughs) neither am i neither am i (laughs) neither am i but it just kind of felt like a natural flow into the new name and once once it became mental health and makeup, I it was like it felt right, and I didn't. 
I mean, at 29, I didn't know that painting my face and talking about mental health was going to feed my soul. I've never done, never done it. And so, uh, cause this isn't like a hobby I picked up again after, you know, childhood. I just wanted to see what I could do with the face paint I had from Halloween painting the kids' faces. Yeah. I was like, well, I got it. Might as well use it. And so it's just been like a slow build from that. And then once you've done with the makeup, do you just, and this is going to sound like a silly question, but it's actually quite a funny question. After you've done the makeup and stuff and the stream finishes, you've done all the posts and stuff uh, on social media, do you just, as fun for the kids, do you just stay in the makeup and then just like carry on for the rest of the day until like, right, I've had enough of this now. The contacts need to come out, the paint needs to come off. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. Um, sometimes like if somebody comes into the stream and they, they gift or whatever, um, I'll like go out and do something that we were talking about in stream in the paint and then take a picture like <laughs> yeah. as just to show them like I, the, the idea of going out in public and face paint does not like embarrass me because when I go out in public and there's paint on my face, somebody goes there's something going on here when i go out in public with no paint on my face struggling with my bipolar disorder struggling with my anxiety struggling with my depression no one knows because there's not you don't see it um one of the the designs i put together recently was inspired my older brother um said that i should make something that says invisible illness warrior because we are fighting every day just to get through the day. Yeah. And and people who have very strong mental health can really struggle to understand why it's hard for us to get through the day. And so I just I think it's really it it it's more a point of fun for me to go out in my face paint because then it opens the conversation so what's this about so mental health (laughs) so would you say the when you're not wearing face paint like you as you as you are now you're hiding like the 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 mental health um aspect of yourself is being hidden and then when you put the face paint on it's like this is it coming out is that is that is that kind of like the general idea what i'm getting at yeah, kind of. I mean, I wouldn't say it's hidden. I would just say it's harder to see. Ah, yes, of course. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because no. I'm not, I'm not intentionally holding it, and so. Mm. But I just think it's easier to see that I look like a tiger for no reason than that I'm struggling <laughs> with my to do list. Uh, uh, listen, <laughs> listen. If I if I was walking down the street where you lived and I just saw you with your face painted, I didn't know who you were. I'd just look at you and just go. Up. And we, well, on your kids are having fun around you. I'd go. That's a that's a fun mum right there. <laughs> fun mum right there. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll talk about. Um, let's just talk about your book. You have um, you have released a book. Do you have the book with you? I do. There that's it my. Is. So I have. This is my older brother's copy. <laughs> ah right. Okay. So. But this is. Yeah, talk about the book book for us because you've done this all yourself. Um, the logo, yes. everything is you've done. You've got a 
found a publisher for it which has been successful now um tell us tell us about like where the book came how you decided to do the book what's in the book and um what what it what it's all about well when i was getting help i wrote poetry and i would share it from time to time on my stream and originally i was just going to do a book of poems and the more and more I started to like decide that this is something that I, I wanted to do and decide that I could do it, which that was the biggest hurdle. I'm very stubborn. I do make all of my own stuff. I make I, my logo is mine, my overlays, my emotes, all of it <laughs> is something that I do. And I utilize Canva. It's very user friendly because I'm very bad at tech. But I've always used that to kind of make the things that I want. If I couldn't make it myself, well, then I don't get it. <laughs> I'm very stubborn like that. And so uh, when it came to making the book, I actually made it myself in Canva. Okay. And then I self-published on Amazon. So I am I am the publisher. <laughs> ah, right. Okay. Yes. Amazing. Yes. And when I was writing poems um and all of the ones in here are from my stay okay. uh, i wrote probably about 40 to 45 poems and 20 of them are in the book um and because i chose i chose to do 20 poems i and i'll show i can show you kind of the yeah, please please do oh amazing wow and uh, each page is like different themed each page for the poetry has its own design. Oh, wow. And since I did 20 poems, what I separated the book into two different sections. Mental health, which okay. is the poems. And then makeup, which has the looks and then the topic that went with it. Oh, so wow. the... The Mad Hatters, we're all mad here. And it's all about the importance of community and mental health. And so it just gave me a chance to really draw out the points that I may or may not have been able to hit during the live stream. Because if, if I go in with a topic, but somebody wants to come in and talk, guess what? We are going to talk. I'm not going to be like, <clears throat> today's episode. <laughs> like it's a, that, That's not, that's not how I... I function yeah and so this gives me the chance to like really pull out the things that that meant a lot to me as the looks were happening and it i got one of the best compliments ever uh somebody ordered the book and they said that getting to see what the meaning of the looks are makes the stream mean more to them now as they're getting to watch it because they can see that like how much it means to me, which I mean, it's kind of hard. I feel like it's kind of hard to tell. I enjoyed painting my face, but like, it's hard to express how much mental health and makeup has come to mean to me. Well, I mean, I I, I can't say anymore. I, I, I can't because it's, again, it's just listening to you and like, you know, 
the the book looks incredible. Uh, I mean, it's you know you said you you sent me a link to. I I I said this before we started recording. I I've got did that I didn't get a, a copy in time to do to do this recording because if I had the copy here with me now, I, I'd be I would look through it by now and I've been like incredible but even by you just showing me uh showing me and everybody watching now what it looks like what the book looks like and what's in a few pages what look what it looks like inside I can't I I I can't wait to get it myself and read it and I'd be like wow amazing because poetry I I love poetry um not many people know this I love poetry, and there is a there's a movie. One of my favorite, um, well, I got two favorite poems. There's one, which is famously enough, uh, the Raven, which is I listened to that as a kid, and I was, was such a great um poem. And there's a movie um that came out a few years ago called Invictus. Uh, Morgan Freeman and Matt Damon. Uh, both Nelson Mandela and the South African rugby teams rise to the World Cup win in 95. And there's a poem called Invictus in there that Nelson Mandela wrote while he was in prison. And it was amazing. And I was like, when it comes to poetry, amazing. And I'm pretty sure the poetry they've put in your book is amazing. I can't wait to read it. I hope I... everybody gets to read it. And the book is very successful for you. I hope. Fingers crossed. Would would it be okay if I shared one of the poems? Floor is yours. Floor is yours. Okay. I only see the one I show. Hiding so no one will know. Must blend in. Use camouflage. My soul bleeds out beyond triage. I wish the dark would come to stay. Never see another day. Cease existing cease to be until no more a memory wow congratulations on <laughs> the book it's thank you that you just saying that was powerful for me that was like whew, that was powerful and i'm not i'm not just saying this this is how i feel um incredible and i couldn't think of, I, I don't think there's a better way to end the podcast but thank you so much um for sharing that that poem and being on the podcast really do appreciate it um thank you so much for having me no problem at all um do you mind uh uh um socials so that people can uh follow you and check you out uh yeah um you'll find me three days a week live on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash mental health and makeup i'm also on twitter my uh handle is loot underscore the underscore body and uh you'll also catch me on instagram and i can send you the the links and everything for that all the links will be in the uh comment section below in both audio form and on youtube um you can follow uh the new nation podcast on youtube just search the new nation podcast you can follow us on inst- on instagram and on twitter at n n nation pod um you can follow me 
Uh, oh, you can follow the, the podcast as well on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Uh, just search Nerd Edition Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Welsh Destroyer TTV, Twitter at Welsh Destroyer, and you can follow TV forward slash Welsh Destroyer. Loot, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being on here. Honestly, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please go and check Loot out on the channel. She's she is incredible and inspirational. Just honestly, just go flock flock to her channel. She is amazing. She is amazing. And if you get a chance, please buy her book. Buy her book. Um, it is on Amazon. Her Amazon the, the link to her book is in um on a channel um i think we'll sort we'll sort the link out as well for the podcast episode if you're willing okay. to we'll sort that out as well for you guys okay um but until next time next until next week's episode um stay safe guys and we'll catch you next week have a good one <laughs>